Welcome to our podcast series, Five Questions, Five Answers, in which we explore recent U.S. trade policies and U.S. trade rules that can affect thousands of companies. We have a goal in mind to help you, the listener, translate the legal into real-world business strategies. My name is Bridget Matisson. I'm the Director of North American Manufacturing here at Aaron Fox Schiff in Washington, D.C. I get the easy part. I get to ask the questions and I get to choose the colleague or the guest I know will have the right answers for you. So in the next few minutes, I will ask five questions that reflect the concerns we've been hearing from business leaders, all who want to understand the rules, but they also need to mitigate their business risk while increasing their bottom line. So let's start. Our guest today is Dr. John Graham. He's of the Indiana University School of Public and Environmental Affairs. And I'm very pleased that Dr. Graham is with us today because in a few short weeks, he will be joining me on a panel at EVS 36, which will be held this year in Sacramento, California. I am particularly pleased to have Dr. Graham with us today. And this conversation and this podcast is very timely. Dr. Graham has a distinguished career in academia and in government. As a matter of fact, under the George W. Bush administration, he was appointed as the Administrator, Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs in the Office of Management and Budget. And for those of us in government policy circles, uh, we all know how important the Office of OIRA is at OMB. He's also a published author. He uh, has authored and co-authored a number of books, but it's his latest book that drew my attention. That book is entitled, The Global Rise of the Modern Plug-in Electric Vehicle, Public Policy, Innovation, and Strategy. It's a book that's been published by the Elgar House and in the UK uh, in 2021. He's also an elected fellow at the National Academy of Public Administration, and he was awarded the Distinguished Lifetime Achievement Award to Society of Risk Analysis in 2008. I uh, am exceptionally pleased, Dr. Graham, that you could take the time with us today to answer a few of my questions. I'll try to limit them down to five, but for the moment, Welcome, sir. Yes, it's delightful to be here, Bridget. And right as we're on the cusp of the biggest transition and transportation, the horse and buggy. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's uh, that's just about right. Um, your published work on environmental policy and tools of risk analysis, they're well known. But I am eager to hear you, your views, however, in today's world and this administration's legislative and financial support for the manufacturing of electric mobility in the United States, I guess the one big legislative effort that everyone is um, very curious about is the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Your thoughts on that piece of legislation, but generally speaking on this administration's push for domestic manufacturing of all things EV? Well, I think the uh, the general direction of the administration and the Inflation Reduction Act are good. Uh, 
There are lots of devils in the details, and it's frankly an overly complicated piece of legislation. But I think that the general direction is definitely good. Well, on that, um, the Inflation Reduction Act was passed in 2022. 2023 will be the year of rulemaking. I would think that 2024 will be the year of enforcement and accountability and compliance. But um, for the moment, the um, the Treasury Department and the Internal Revenue Service published a, I guess it was an interim rule or a proposed rule, of seeking comments from the public on the Inflation Reduction Act, namely the 30D clean vehicle tax credits, but on a number of other provisions in the statute itself. And it's interesting, the comment period expires, I think two or three days after our panel. So it will be top of mind for many in the audience. Yet the IRA and the proposed rule makes clear the requirement of a US content or North American assembly. But Dr. Graham, the industry remains dependent on a rather global supply chain that spans the world, including Asia. I have to ask you, is the IRA too little and too late? Well, let me start by saying that even, even the assembly of electric vehicles, the provisions in the IRA are unnecessarily restrictive and they're going to actually slow the development of affordable electric vehicles. Hyundai and Kia had two of the most wonderful, relatively affordable electric vehicles on the U.S. market, and they were prepared to have a $7,500 tax credit under the old law. But under the new law, they don't get the credit because those vehicles are not assembled in North America. Uh, and Kia and Hyundai had already announced that they planned to assemble electric vehicles in the U.S. in the 2025 to 2026 range, but they had no idea that the Inflation Reduction Act was going to be passed. So maybe they can accelerate it by a year or two. But even without considering the supply chain, just the restriction on them having to be assembled in North America overnight, basically. I mean, there was no phase-in period for that provision. Uh, I think it's very unfortunate. This is what I meant by it's way too complicated and uh, there are unintended consequences. I completely agree. And um, maybe a little prescient in your 2021 book entitled The Global Rise of the Modern Plug-in Vehicle, you discuss the nature of retail or consumer buy-in of electric vehicles and that other countries have been leading the trend on the, at the consumer level. More consumers are buying more electric vehicles in countries other than the United States. Has that trend line for the United States changed direction and will it keep up with the clock ticking of the Inflation Reduction Act, which has a 10 year clock and it's already started? Well, in the premium and luxury markets, Electric vehicles are selling like hotcakes in the United States. But quite frankly, we have not made much progress yet in the United States on affordable electric vehicles. And I'll define those just roughly as electric vehicles priced less than $45,000 on a new vehicle base. So that would be the median transactions price in the U.S. market for all vehicles. And unfortunately, we have not actually made a lot of progress. And I'm worried that we're going to 
slow down progress rather than speed it up. I assume you've heard that General Motors already announced that the the termination of the offering of the of the Chevrolet Bolt, which was another one of those of the few, relatively few offerings in that affordable range. So that's on the domestic front and moving on to the international front, um, U.S. trading partners aren't happy with the Inflation Reduction Act. A number of them, uh, some of them hugely important, the EU and South Korea, they've all expressed, my words, disappointment in the IRA's production credits, arguing that they appear or are uh, protectionist and contrary to the spirit of global free trade. Are you worried or are you hearing that Washington um, may be facing trade action from some of their trading partners because of the Inflation Reduction Act? And if that's the case, what will that mean for critical supplies? Well, I think that it it would be surprising if there was not uh, some international uh, pushback against the United States for the Inflation Reduction Act. But I have to be honest with you and say that the the power of our international trading institutions to deal with these ty- types of issues has really waned over the last five or 10 years. And this is as a consequence of this growing nationalism, this populist nationalism about way the ways in which people want to have their vehicles uh, built and purchased. And there's not a lot of power in, in international trading institutions. So I don't think the remedies are, will be that easy. I agree. Um, Dr. Graham, we're going to be meeting in person pretty soon in Sacramento. I had met, uh, as I've mentioned, we're on that same panel. Um, for our listeners, the panel's title is called Supply Chains, the Global Race for Materials, Technology, Parts, and Partners. Dr. Graham, what do you hope that our audience will most value from that conversation? What's the takeaway? I'm not sure. I'm made up my own mind yet? Well, in my opinion, one of the key issues is all the way back at the raw material stage, the lithium, the nickel, the cobalt, all these critical materials at the very front end. A lot of people think, well, if there's more demand for these materials, well, then the marketplace will just bring a supply. But this is not Milton Friedman's free market. You have to have permits and you have to have local government approvals for these new mines. And there have already been demonstrations, street demonstrations in Serbia and in Portugal against these types of mines. In the United States, they're having a heck of a time getting new lithium mines permitted. So it may be a good while before we can have a supply response to the D for this lithium. The um, the EV the EVS symposium, EV36, um, in Sacramento. Our panel is at 11.15 on June 13th. I'm just looking at my notes. And um, in, in regards to the global supply chain, the trade regulations, international trade rules, the USMCA, um, in partnership uh, or in association with EDTA, Aaron Fox Schiff is holding a special session at two o'clock that day. Uh, You can get more information on that session that will focus just on trade regulations. It's called the Tangle of U.S. Trade Rules, and you can get it off our website. 
Um, but for now, I'd like to thank Dr. Graham. And frankly, I'd like to, Dr. Graham to tell us how do we get hold of your book and how do we get hold of you? And hopefully many people will read the book before our panel. I know I will. Well, wonderful. The The publisher, as you mentioned, is Elgar House Publishers out of the UK. And you can go right on the Internet to get that book through Elgar. And, and my email address is grahamjd at indiana.edu. And in terms of risk analysis and uh, electric vehicles and trade regulations, it's all about risk mitigation and production strategies. And so the, the book, the conference, our session are all extremely important. And on behalf of Aaron Fox Schiff, Dr. Graham, thank you so very, very much. Um, for joining us this afternoon. And I really look forward to seeing you in Sacramento. I do too. It'll be a wonderful time.